a damn good time. A damn good time. A damn good time. Cheers, It's a damn good time. Having a damn good time. I hope you're ready for it. <laughs> Not a musician. Yeah, yeah, I think you're better in the more upbeat ones than the, I need to yeah. more chill one. <laughs> Either way, we here. I got something to say, and that is welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Steve Schaefer. I'm Cody Epps, and this is a damn good time podcast. Yeah. We back in the studio. We back. Back again. Back again, like always. Yeah. Like, like we never left. We, I mean, we barely, barely ever leave. We, you know. A couple weeks here. We now, try not to. You know. We try not to, but life's hard. And I'll tell you this much. <laughs> if you guys listened more and uh, got us some money off of this gig, we'd never leave. <laughs> <laughs> Fat chance of that. <laughs> it's one of those things we're literally doing this for free right now, oh, right? So. <laughs> well, because it knows your IP address or something. They're tracking you. So. <clears throat> Have you ever seen uh, images of those fucking um, bot farms? Yeah, I know all about those bot farms. Yeah. And that's uh, like what I researched when we were starting out. It's like you pay so much to do basically so you can pay a certain amount of money and they will spam the shit out of your page with like tons of yeah so and I, I haven't seen images I guess you got images no I, yeah. I know about them I don't know how they set them up it's literally just a whole bunch of cell phones sign on to clone accounts or you know bot accounts and yeah. they I don't know if they have AI or whatever Dealing with it yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's wild. It's uh, it's nuts. And I know, and it's so weird too, because uh, I've heard stories of like, you know, Russia or some other country can get on all of those accounts and start making things hot, making topics hot when it comes to elections and, st- and uh, shit and sway elections and all that, but without getting the politics and all that. Shit and, yeah. and technology and yes, we're all gonna die by the robots one of these days anyway. You know, <clears throat> we've made so many movies warning about the AI, but we're still yeah. We already talked about this before, but we're still just pushing that button. But in the same, <laughs> but in the same, right? And how do we get a bot, a bot farm to plug our show? They'll hit you up. How many? Yeah. How many views you want? How many stuff you want? The problem is, I know, make us hot. Make us hot. I know a lot of them. It's easy. Because like you get like one view, but then you have to pay for like duration time and like these other things into it. You just like yeah, you can get a, a one second like click through rate uh, on like a TikTok video, or it's you pay for the premium thousand bucks when people know, watch the full video. You know, an hour long or someone to not fall right. right. Either way, uh, if you're out there listening and you're a bot farm, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> give us a freebie and we'll see yeah. how it Yeah, yeah, give us a taste. If it works, 
works. Give us a taste, yeah. and maybe we'll we pay might. you. We might pay you. Give us a taste, and maybe we'll pay you. Okay. It's like drugs, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think YouTube and Facebook and all those have I mean, that with us anyways. Like, when you first start a page and you're going out, it's like, they blast you out to everybody. They give you that taste. They give yeah. you that, oh my god, look, two, three hundred people just watched your first video and yeah. saw this. Or like, uh, TikTok. I think TikTok, our very first video we put out, like, holy shit, three hundred people already saw it. It's like, right. that's crazy. And now I think we still won't get like Actually, it was uh, Jordan Chumney texted us. He's like, you guys got like 14,000 views. It was us uh, shotgunning a beer at a golf out. At a golf out. You know what? Well, our first like Facebook Live. Or it was an a Instagram reel. Instagram reel. That's what yeah. was our very first Instagram 14,000 views yeah. right off the fucking rip. And it's like, it, it is. It's like, uh, I don't know, the first time you ever met a drug dealer, the first time you ever did drugs, did you pay for them? <laughs> I think so. I don't think I ever paid. Because there was only one uh, hard drug because it's legal. Everywhere. It's weed. First, <laughs> first time I, did, I drank beer, didn't pay for it. First time I smoked weed, didn't pay for it. First time I did cocaine, didn't pay for it. First time I did mushrooms, didn't pay for it. Uh, first time I did acid, I paid for it. <laughs> uh, but like, but still, <laughs> well, that was because it was a weird hot commodity. Like you can't find it's just not it's not as as out there as you know. For some, I did eight pills for fun. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, then that's what they you're, they you're you're not hard drugs making you feel like oh yeah, have a beer like yeah oh yeah you know smoke some weed or whatever. A lot of the hardest drugs I've ever did were free. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah, but then it's also probably the guy that bought it already. He's like, no, I want something to get as fucked up as me. So here, let's do some weird shit. No, I honestly think they were trying to get me hooked so I could come back to him. I, they get a new customer. Ah, uh, Something like that. <laughs> An abusive person. I think we covered this on one of the last few podcasts. Yeah. I'm not so much addictive as I am abusive. Abusive person. Something like that. I, something. I don't know. Either way, man. Either way, YouTube, all those guys that go <laughs> yeah. get you. Yeah. And uh, so we're here back in the studio. Uh, what's going on with you this week? You got anything cool? Anything fresh? Anything new? <laughs> we just talked for like an hour before the show. <laughs> um, yeah, there was literally like one topic of conversation. that He's like, hey, by the way, I want to talk to you this off camera. And we you. talked it out. And then it went, it, and just like the podcast, it goes to 17 different places <laughs> before we finish the conversation. <laughs> and we don't even know. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, we were talking about this. <laughs> there were five minutes that should have been off air and then 45 minutes that should have been should on have air. Been on yeah, we're starting a food truck in the world. Um, we're going to start a future food truck <laughs> in New Philadelphia, Ohio, and we're have Philly cheesesteaks. Shh, don't there's... tell anybody we're going to do it. That's what they can do. Nah, they can't do it. No, man, go ahead. Do they even like, like and I always said that as a chef, uh, people would ask for my recipes, and ser- I'd have servers come and say, Hey, this table and snuff, they could have the recipe for this. I'm like, Obviously, they can. I'm like, For real? Yeah. Like, yeah, they won't execute it as good as I do. I'll give you all the fucking secrets on there in, in my little hidden chest, but I know you're not going to do it as good as me. Yeah, I tell people I cook shit all the time. I can make this stuff. Don't. Oh, that sounds easy enough. Like, if it does, doesn't it? 
And then they come back to him like, oh, I tried that and it sucked. <laughs> it wasn't as good as yours. You know what I mean? I got that all the time. Oh, I did that at home and it wasn't. Thank you for the recipe. I did it at home, but it wasn't as good as yours. I'm like, obviously, because I'm, you know, I'm a special fucking person. We have internal cooking mechanisms <laughs> that we've learned over a long period of time. Special skills I've learned over a long period yeah. of time. And I will cook better than you. And I will make sure it's better than yours. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I mean, not to be too boastful, because we're actually very humble people. <laughs> yeah, we are. But <laughs> right? We cook dangerous. Let's, but, let's be honest. But we're being both. I feel like we're being both of us a bit, though, as well. You know, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit we're yeah, doing I, a I just bit, want to be some on it. No, but I, I do feel like I have like this internal cooking thing with me, like, with, especially with timing. Yeah. It freaks my wife out of time. Um, I think we talked about it a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> but I'll be on the couch and be like, I'll get up to go check the pizza on my way to walk and like to get the pizza. The time where she said this beep. Yeah. And she's like, oh, pizza. I'm like, I know I'm going to pull it out. She's like, how did you know? I'm like, I just know. Uh, I, get, I get the smell of it. The smell hits me. I'm like, oh, that crust is brown. Well, and I, oh, that's, that's dumb. I don't know if it's ADD or what it is. Um, <clears throat> you're, you know, you like you said, you get the smell or you're sitting there watching TV and you can't just zone out on TV because you're in the back of your mind, you're still thinking about the pizza. And then, right. So you catch the the, the I, smell I, of it. This is not, and I'm not saying like, this is from my pizza too. <laughs> right, <laughs> still. Made it well, yeah, pizza, yeah, yeah, no, like, 100%. But still, it's even a frozen pizza. I'm just trying to use that as an example. It's like, but I, I can smell it. I can right. smell the doneness of it. Right. You know? Yeah, like, there's uh, probably 90% of the time I cook anything. And I just know it's about that time. Yeah. I set timers. We have uh, the Google Home speakers. And without saying the prompt, okay, I'll say, like, blah, 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 Google. <laughs> How <laughs> much? Messed everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't want to say it because my phone would go off, too. Yeah, like, listen to us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, blah, 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 schmoogle. How much time is left on the timer? And it's like, three seconds. <laughs> I, knew. I already knew. Like, man, <laughs> like, like I shouldn't have even set the timer. It's, it's, it's a backup though. Too. It's like I haven't accidentally burnt shit before, but it's fine. It happens. But I also oh, yeah. had a when I first switched from electric to gas, that was like the last I burned until <clears> Well, yeah, because you're dealing with different stuff. Yeah, or anytime you get a new grill, oh yeah, you got to find the the hot spots. You got to find the the cook times. You know. Yeah. Everything burns different. Everything heats different in different spots. So you're dealing with, uh, yeah, when you're dealing with new equipment, obviously the cook times are going to change. It's funny, but then in, also in my head, a lot of people go by like cook time, right? They're like, yeah, oh, I got to sear this thing two minutes on the side, flip it, sear it for two more minutes on the side. It's perfectly mid rare. I just like somehow imagine myself that piece of meat <laughs> or like i just like i connect with that piece of meat well on the grill and i'm like i know when it's done and it's, i know when it's done it's more and i think a lot of it's more about a form of habit you know you know because on the grill you work with right now at your home you've overcooked something on there at once oh for sure and you yeah. learn you learn from that mistake So okay, so so then speaking <laughs> for me, undercooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and probably actually usually more under than over. Yes, a hundred percent. You've undercooked things then. Yeah. 
And then you learn from that mistake. So next time you just in your head, you know, okay, don't flip it so early. Don't pull it off so early. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I've even gotten my, I've even got my grill down to the science of, so say we have some steaks in the fridge and we're going to do steak night tomorrow. Say I got it right now. We're going to do steak night tomorrow. And I don't know when Sarah's going to get off work. All of a sudden she comes home like, let's cook those steaks. So you pull them out. You don't have the time to temper them. Right. So they're still cold. They're still cold throughout. I know exactly how long I need to cook them. Whereas the other day, she's like, we're doing steak night tonight. She was off work. We weren't waiting for anyone. And she had the steaks out tempering. And so then I'm like, okay, I know they're already kind of lukewarm in the middle, you know, room temp because they've been sitting out for an hour or two. So now it's, I'm really just kind of looking for a sear and then let them sit to get a little bit on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's weird. It, it, I don't know. This is probably fucking boring for anybody listening, but it's, it's a, it's a weird science. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, and it's one of those things too, where, where actually I don't like if I go over somebody else's house and they're like, Hey, can you grill these steaks off for us? I'm like, it's probably not going to be my best work. Cause I don't, I don't know your, I don't know your fucking grill. You know, (laughs) like, I don't know your hot spots. It's like, Hey, can you flat top most of this chicken? Yes, yes. I did that for you. I did that for you at one of your parties. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's already cooked. Just heat it up on the flat top. Bro, I got this. I got this. Slap it on the flat top, flip it around, move it around, heat it up, sprinkle some seasons on it, make it delicious. We're good to fucking go. Steve's got that because he's a seasoned master. It's going to be seasoned just like I like it. Dude, actually. (laughs) So, um, my kids first thing birthday party was insane. <laughs> so when I work for when I worked for Baker Hughes, um can't remember because it was GE, then Baker Hughes, and now they turned to Vault or whatever. I think it was after GE, then it turned to Baker Hughes. They did an employee appreciation day. And sixty people. Um they put me in charge because they knew I had a culinary degree. They have this shitty little fucking uh propane grill that I've never used in my entire life, so I had no idea. And so the day before, I had to go around and get everybody's, you know, what do you, mid-rare, medium, or well. And I only give them three choices. You know, mid-well, fuck you. It's either one it. Yeah, you're well done. Yeah. Get the fuck out. I'd have been mid-rare or medium. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because... Because oh, no, yeah, they had some, they had some of them fucking hillbillies that love their shit well fucking done, you know. So then went to it was uh, Michelli's Meats there in, in Philly, and I had them cut me up a bunch of New York strips, and I took them in the work that day, and I had to, and, and and they're like, "What? You only like fifteen minutes? Like, no, bro. Like, like it, from eight o'clock in the morning till lunchtime, I'm working on this only. You." made me do this so that's all i'm doing till lunch is over and then somebody else clean up after me and so i got everything prepped i had you know blah blah blah, and i actually knocked it out the fucking park on a on a strange grill 60 steaks you know three temps which i you know made it easier on on me and it was literally so they had an oven in the break room so 
I got the the wells, you know, there's probably like six wells. I got them up to about mid-well, put them in a pan, shove them in the oven. Mid-rares, got them up to about, or the mediums, I got them up to about mid-rare, put them in a pan, shove them in the oven. The mid-rares were the fresh boys, pulled them all out, pulled everything out of the oven, everything was perfectly cooked. Not one person was like, no, could you bring this up? You know, nobody, nobody had a bad time, basically. There might have been one or two where it's like, where they were too nice to say that it wasn't done right or something. Oh, no, they were. But yeah. Here's a here's the thing that's funny. Speaking of former house in the nursery industry, the people that ask for the mid rares are never going to pitch, right? They're never going to pitch. They're not your pitchers. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Unless it went well done. If it went medium, they're still going to do it. They're going to do it. If you want the mid well, most of those guys are probably still going to eat it. Not going to pitch. Well, it, it 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 depends. Now the well done guys. Are you under or over? The well, huh? Are you under or over? If I order mid rare and I get it mid well, I'm going to bitch. Well, I won't bitch. Be like, this is awesome. Yeah, no, you're going to bitch to yourself. You're going to bitch to people around you. You ain't sending it back. You're just eating. <laughs> you're right. You're just eating. You're not wrong. You're just eating. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I'd say that's overcooked, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're unless not. Unless it's like fucking well. Then you're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I get charcoal. But anybody who orders mid rare. Now, you'll get that guy that always goes. And you feel. Can I get a mid rare to medium? What the fuck temp is that? That's not, that doesn't exist. And you go, okay. You want mid rare, or no? You want medium. You want medium. You want medium, but what you're telling me is you would rather have me cook it to mid rare and then bring it up. That's the guy that's gonna bitch, right? If it's not mid rare, there's no medium. I mean, what you want if you want mid rare to medium? If you want mid rare or medium, what you want is a properly cooked, well rested mid rare, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because if you don't rest, if you don't rest, you don't get the, the time for that juice to kind of soak back out. Yeah. Like, you can get a mid-rare any day where it still has a little bit of, like, fleshy in the middle. But if you get a well-rested mid-rare, you could pass it off as a medium. You know right. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. But. I mean, I've had, I've cooked steaks mid-rare. You cut into and somehow there's no pink in it. But I didn't cook them that long. Yeah. I didn't know what the hell happened. But I rested them a long time. Yeah. Probably longer than I should have got rested. But it looks like just the pink faded out somehow. It was the weirdest thing. But I've had like a couple times to eat steak in there. Yeah. And it's like, how it eats over, uh, whatever it's like, I guess. Whatever it was. But I will also say this too. Uh, you get somebody that says, I want a mid well to well done. You want to weld it. Yeah. If you just didn't want to be that guy that ordered a well-done steak. Oh, and by or the way. Or a girl. That guy or girl. By the way, public announcement. Or a non-binary person. How do you want to identify? Well, has a little bit of pink in it. Just so you know. Yeah. A little bit of pink in it. Everybody's like, mid-well. So they don't say well done. There's a little bit of pink still. And 
what they really want is well done. Yeah. Because anybody that says been well and they get it, and there's a little bit of pink in it, they're like, oh, and no, there's still pink in this. That's called well done. You want it well done. You want and, it well done. And also, public service announcement. Here's a, a good tip. If you're ordering a filet and you want it mid-well to well done. Don't order filet. Oh, no, no. <laughs> also, ask for it to be butterflied. It's because even an eight ounce fillet is going to be too thick and too weird that you're going to charcoal the outside of it just to get it, bottom. just to get the center where you want. They're usually too thick, even an eight ounce, like because they're the I way think, that steak is. I think most restaurants are like, okay, we're going to butterfly it. Yeah, any good, any any restaurant worth their salt, they're going to ask you. They're, they're going to tell you. We we're, have to yeah, that. Especially well done. We're going to have yeah. to butterfly that. And if they go, if it's like, I love this place. They did it. It's like, okay, well, you got 45 minutes. I'll throw it in the oven. Uh, when was the last time you had a filet? Um, besides a script? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But no, just, just a stand. Just, yeah, besides a, a porterhouse. A straight up regular filet. When was the last time you looked at the menu and like, I want the filet? No clue. Bro, it's been ages. I don't go to restaurants in every place. Me I neither. I don't. I'm a ribeye boy. Yeah, we're ordering steaks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I'm not even a huge fan of like New York strips. No. I'm, I'm a ribeye boy. I'm I don't know last time I ordered a New York strip either. If I'm going out to a restaurant, I feel like, like I feel like I'm probably, ordering the steak, I'm getting a ribeye. I feel like the last time I ordered a New York strip is because we went to a place, uh, this me traveling with another guy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a steakhouse uh, down the road. It's kind of a mom-and-pop thing, which I, I enjoy that. And then we get yeah. there, and the only steak available is New York strip. Obviously, I'll order that. Well, New York strip versus filet, then obviously I'll order that. But yeah. there's a ribeye on the menu. I'm 100% ribeye. Yeah. Never sirloin. When was the last time you actually ordered a sirloin? Uh, again. <laughs> yeah. The only time I probably never in my life. I would say maybe within the last six months, I ordered a steak salad. And it came with sirloin. It, it was automatically sirloin. Or maybe they had a special where they're like, look at this face by sirloin. It's tree. You know what? Actually, with three things. actually, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk that back. Uh, I just lied. I purposely ordered a 72 ounce sirloin oh, yeah, at the yeah, big Texas stage yeah. steakhouse. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna but... walk that one back a little bit. Which not sh- you didn't order a sirloin. You were doing a challenge. The shitty thing is, is I wish I hadn't have done that challenge because they had some big motherfucking bone in tomahawk ribeye bitches that looked so fucking good, and I would have enjoyed myself so much more if I'd have done that. And not steak. and not fail to fucking sirloin challenge, you know. They know what they're doing. They didn't pick ribeye for a reason. They didn't pick fillet for a reason. Because I bet you could eat seventy-two ounce fillet. Oh yeah. I mean, that's pretty much a whole fucking thing. But a fucking big old pismo, yeah. I could eat or seventy-two ounces worth of fillet. It's a six-pound. Four and yeah, seventy-two ounces. That'd be easy. Four and a half pounds. Yeah, easy. And you could keep that motherfucker raw. 
When's the last time you had a uh, what's a Carpaccio? Carpaccio. Been a while since I had Carpaccio. Surprises have been in, in the food service industry, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, because of this day and age, it's not a thing that you can do anymore. They'll do uh, raw fish all the time, but people don't really like hit on that carpaccio. And I forget, carpaccio is the thin sliced filet, right? Well, it can be anything. It's like meat. It doesn't have to be filet. Normally it is filet. A little olive oil, salt, pepper it's on it. Very thin slice. What's um? What's the one where they take the fillet and they thin slice it like that, and they kind of turn it into ground beef, and then they crack like a egg yolk on top. Oh yeah, that's uh. Like on, one second. Is that? That's uh. Beef tartare. Oh tartare, yeah, bro. And you get like little toasts, yeah. Little point toast with it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't think of the word tartare, but uh. I'm not afraid of. Those things, it's just oh, like no, those offerings not are not available anywhere else. Um, unless you're, and, unless and you're looking to pay like sixty bucks for a four ounce portion. Everybody's just terrified nowadays. You know, they don't want anything raw. They, everybody's scared. I mean, it's been that way for a long time. Um, but it's, it seems like our health concerns are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. Um, so we dial back. I mean, even you know, the. Uh, It came out and said pork only needs to be eaten that one pork. Right. And be safe. From a reputable source. From the the, the safe source of the department. Food and Drug Administration, FDA. FDA, yes. (laughs) Came out and said, no, farm raised pork is fine. Yeah. The problem was so back in the day, pork was not, I mean, pork was, and pork's always going to be cheap. Right? Pigs are easy to raise. Pigs, yep. pigs are easy to farm. Yep. They're easier in cattle. They're easier to eat. They slop is what I ever thought. Yep. Well, well, and they did. They did. But now pigs are on, a farm raised pigs on a straight diet. Like, yeah. They're on a straight diet. Like, they're eating, they're not eating slop. Or, they're eating. Or, I'll even beg to say that, uh, Sometimes they'll eat slop, but it's been, like, cooked. Yeah, but they're eating stuff to negate the worms that the pigs used to get. Well, yeah, yeah. So stuff. so back in the day, they'd eat the slop that had worms in it. And they they eat the worms, they get the worms, then you eat the worms. And then you eat the worms. That's, why, that's why pork needed to be overcooked. You get the E. coli. Now, you can, you can still get pigs that eat slop, but the slop has been, like, cooked or pasteurized yeah Yeah. so there's it's worm free so they don't eat the worms so you don't get the worms well they they can still be feeding them cheaper food yeah but the food is safe that they're feeding yeah you can get like grain fed pork because they don't want to eat right and there's also premium pork lines and that stuff's still cheap too which is amazing by the way how fucking awesome is a pork loin that is not overcooked um, a pork tender. Yeah. And I love bite. You know what? I, I'm, I'll tell you, as a guy that's cooked a lot, of, a lot of pork, I love those prepackaged marinades on fish and pork tenderloins. Oh, yeah. You can pork pick them up. Pork loins or tenderloins, but the 
I really like the time. You can pick them up like Walmart, Aldi's, Bueller's, yeah. any of your local food stores for like five bucks. You get those two tenderloins yeah. packets for like maybe twelve dollars. Oh yeah, it's like twelve fifteen bucks. Yep, dude, that'll feed a family of four easy. Yep, you pull those out, you grill them off. They got amazing flavor. They're so tender. I cook them to a beautiful one hundred and forty-five degrees. Yeah, all over the recommend. You know, because you know, then my wife might be yelling at me. Yeah, it's a stupid thing. Um, I rest them out, so they might go to like one fifty by then. But still, and so they're so juicy, they're so good. That's and amazing. I, I cook them because they're they're just like like it's thicker here and it's thinner down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So I'll cook them to where the thicker parts, like medium, mid rare, almost. Cut the ends off there, buddy. Well, yeah. The 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 part that's well done, everybody else gets. I eat the fucking. I eat the mid rare. The mid rare center mass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I did too. I mean, not even thinking about it, but like I cut the end off for the kids. Yeah, the kids that cut the end off for the kids, put that, and then I cut the center. My wife ate it. I ate it. She yeah, didn't, she didn't bitch. But right. I could see like it was a little pink, and there's like still very juicy, and like, I'm like. Boy, oh, that pink so pork. good, so perfect. But she ate it. She did not say a word. It was kind of being her mind, but yeah. I think over time, she's now like got to trust me. Right. She's just like, I'm gonna cut this egg and eat it. It's fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because <laughs> we had that conversation about chicken before. Chicken and beef souvet that freaked her out. It's fine. But now she's like, oh, she eat what he gives her because either one, I might start an argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's fine. <laughs> well, we don't argue, necessarily. right? You know, no, and I get that because, um, <coughs> you know, when I met my wife, she was barely ever a beef girl, yeah. Uh, and on steaks, they were well done. And now, Same. and now, I uh, like I said, we let them out the temper. I grilled off mm-hmm. some beautiful mid rare, well rested ribeyes for me and her. The boys had sirloins because they don't give a fuck, you know. <laughs> like, right. They want steak. And she told me she's like, "This is done perfectly," and she ate so much. And you know, fifteen years ago, she was the well done beef bitch, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, send my wife. She, I mean, she didn't know shit about shit. She and, and she, she didn't actually, know anything about food really. She just was like a meat and potatoes girl growing up. And you start slow with it, right? You try, yeah. But every once in a while, I throw a little too much pizzazz in there. She's yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, no, it's fine. Trust me. Yeah. Just try it. And then she tries, and then it blows her mind. Like, and that's like, I started slow with her, mid, uh, you know, well done to mid well. And then she's like, oh, this is actually good. It's juicy. I'm like, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Mid well to medium. Oh my God, this is so much medium to mid rare. Which, but uh, like you said with the sous vide chicken, um, the one thing I can't, her thing's not so much how done it is or whether you can see the juice or any of that bullshit. My wife is weird about a texture. It's a texture thing. Uh, Sarah's gotten over it on steaks, but it's like if there's certain chicken that doesn't get cooked completely fucking dry she didn't like the texture of juicy chicken and i 
I'm sure the flavor she enjoys, but it's it's the the way it and I and I get that too. There's sometimes where you, you eat a, a chicken breast that that it's it's cooked. No, and I think my wife's kind of the same way too. But yeah, like, that's where you're like you know your favorite part is a chicken breast with the rib meat on it. Oh yeah, it's really you grill that off, you cut that off on the side. Yeah. That's your little yeah, your little flavor poppers on the. Those are dead. So those eats, are dead snacks when yeah. he's grilling. You know, everybody is not a cook. Normally, trims all that shit off and throws it in the wastebasket. Yeah, that's the best part. That's the best part. Get the right little rib meat. That's what. When that's dark meat. You want to be a conversation. And even and even too then uh, to kind of get on the topic of not whether it's cooked or not. It's the texture. Sarah will not. My wife Sarah will not eat canned chicken. It's obviously already cooked. Well, I mean, how many? How how often do you go to a goddamn family? Never, get, I don't know. If how often you go to chicken, but. how often do you go to a family get together and somebody's like, I, I made buffalo chicken dip. I'm like, how did you make it? They always take okay, yeah, four cans of of canned chicken, a block of cream cheese, buffalo sauce, and Garlic powder on your. I don't know how my family does that, but I'm but sure you've that seen I, it. Yeah, you I'm, know what I'm talking I'm sure about. I've eaten it, but I'm. I don't think in my entire. I life will say I've ever bought a, a can of canned chicken for real. Yeah, bro, it's good protein. Um, oh, I, I understand it's good. Canned chicken, it's fucking chicken. It's still chicken. It's I not mean, like it's changed its matter. <laughs> so obviously, even because uh, me being, you know, of my yeah. us being of our culinary background, me being my culinary background, I will take. Sometimes I'll take a can of chicken, open it up, drain it out, smash it in a bowl with uh with some some ranch powder, some mayonnaise, uh, some a bunch of hot sauce, and just eat it like chicken salad. Obviously, it's not what. I want to do if I want chicken salad, but like a midnight snack. You know what I mean? You ever get a midnight snack? Like, what do we have in the fridge? Like, do I want to sit here and cook for two hours or do I just want to smash and sit in a bowl and fucking eat it? Can chicken's dope. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm saying it's 12 o'clock at night. No, I can't. You just got done drinking a case of beer, hanging out with your wife. Uh, you guys are gonna have a snack, and then you know when you're done with your snack, you're gonna have sex, right? So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go flash, flash out a, a canned chicken, yeah. pull the meat off of that, and then make a little chicken salad. Yeah, and then you'll have sex. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That that's sounds great. like the worst night ever, bro. That's like that sounds like I'm throwing up on her. No, no, it is. Sweating out canned chicken meat on her. <laughs> I'm sure it's not just packed in water. It's going to be packed with some salty ass brine. Well, uh, that's usually kind of, it's it's not salty ass brine. It's kind of watery. Bro, okay, when we're done with this podcast, I'm going to make you some chicken salad from the canned chicken. I know I have canned chicken up here. Well, and it. Uh, I know, a lot of, I've seen it. A lot of this came. A lot of. I got a. I got a custom. Let me expand myself here real quick too. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. A lot of this came from the fact that I lived out of a truck in the oil field, and I got tired of eating the same things, and I I didn't want to grab the McDonald's value meal and have it sit in a bag and then eat that at midnight after I've been on pad for all, for six hours. So I started 
learning kind of what can I mix out of cans to make it delicious. And you can make chicken salad out of a can and a truck, and it's pretty tasty. So, okay. So I digress. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, got, I mean, I got no problem with it. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. I've probably eaten it before. Like I said, I have an account. Named Food Ninja myself, still. Yeah. Just selling it. They were using chicken out of the can to make the chicken salad. Non-stop. To sell? To sell. Okay, that's different. And I said, well, they sell a lot of it. And I said, okay, well, maybe I got this product over here that's a pre-cooked chicken. Comes in frozen. You heat it up, just put it in there. I bet it'd be better. Guess what? Well, one that makes me real quick because <laughs> it was way better. <laughs> yeah, and and it's that's what I'm saying. Like, canned chicken is dope. This is a canned tuna. I mean, I do, mean, I do canned chicken. I do canned tuna. I do whatever I had. Yeah, survival situation. How but in real life? But like, how many times have it? How many times have you ever had tuna salad that you grilled off a piece of tuna and then shredded it up and then mixed it with mayonnaise and? Mustard and seasonings and no. never. Well, so why, so why, so why is doing that with chicken? So why is doing that with chicken different? Um, one, I don't really like canned tuna. Bitch, get out of town, dude! I love canned tuna. I got another packets at one point in time. Yeah, well, and those because they have like seasons on them, shit. Yeah. There's always a You don't like canned tuna? No. Why not? I like canned tuna. Who actually likes canned tuna? I do. I love love canned tuna. Obviously, there's a market for it. That's why it's on the Uh, shelves, baby. That's why it's on the shelves. Dude, I can't can't get past. There's a certain point in canned tuna I can't get past. Um, Is it the texture? I did the packets and was making... Making tuna sandwiches for a while. Yeah. When I was uh, in the survey industry, you know, I had to make my lunch every day. Yeah. Like, I'm out in the middle of nowhere, so when I don't make, you don't make your lunch, you're fucking starving. Right. Um, I mean, I have no wife or anybody doing anything, it's just me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got into that, bringing the packet, bringing the mayonnaise, you know, I, I broke through, bust grapes, and crushing nuts. So I was making legit tuna sandwich, right? Oh, man. Um, you did the the other roughage in there and shit. But I had to buy. I couldn't do a can. I had to buy the packets, the starfish packets, the lemon pepper ones especially. Okay. I like those a lot. I was gonna say because the packets are the exact same shit that's in the can, but if they're, if they're juice. if they're flavored, there's not as much juice in those. I think the juice freaks me out more than anything else, and that's why the can. I I know in my head. As soon as you open that up, like you would probably have to pay me two hundred dollars to drink the canned juice of the chicken. Of the chi- or the tuna? No, I went to the chicken because that would be easier. The tuna would probably be there's not much juice in the tuna, so I'm really scared. It depends if you're getting water or oil, right? Because you can get tuna in the oil. The oil, the oil to me is because obviously it's oil. You know. Yeah, 
catch me on the wrong day with any of those. Eat that white, that white abacore, that white abacore in uh, like olive oil and shit. Good product, but I'm obviously you gotta ditch. You gotta, yeah. But, bro, I'll I'll take shots of tuna water, and I'll take shots (laughs) of chicken water. I don't think like. I want the chicken water first because it's like, oh, I'll take shots of chicken water. But if you poured it in a glass and I didn't see where it came from, and you like took a shot of, and you strained it, I just, oh yeah, that's chicken juice. That's fine. The chicken broth. Whatever. <laughs> that's fine. You know what I mean? Did you just give me chicken stock? Like, yeah, man. Yeah, I, and that's not where it came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but the fact that the fact that it came from a can, fuck, yeah, but... it's all of a sudden not chicken stock. And I don't know why. In your mind. Yeah, in my mind, I'm just like thinking about like, this whole and stuff like that. Okay, so, so. I can eat and I can do most things. And apparently, apparently this whole episode is us, is turning into food related. Apparently. Um, we're on a foodie episode. Let's go. So, you're obviously disgusted by chicken water. Is there any food that you are disgusted by? Like what? No, chicken water is not disgusting. It's just. You're not the interested. Cans. The canned idea disgusts me. I don't well, I'm, so, I'm okay. So I'm sorry. So canned chicken water. Yeah. You can boil a hundred chickens and give me the broth, and I'll be like, "Yeah, fuck, I'm yeah. drinking bone broth. I'm it's, good to go." It's literally chicken bah, stock. Bah, bah. Yeah. But for some reason it's canned. It gets all weird and slimy. I don't know what to put in it. And I don't know, man. That's somewhere in my head. So that canned food scares me. Is there? Is there any food? Um, that you have or you hadn't had, maybe. Well, I don't think there's me knowing you personally. I don't think there's too much that you haven't had that you'd be disgusted by. I feel like you're willing to try a lot of things. Yeah. Is there any food that you you've had that you've been absolutely? This is abhorrent. I don't like this. Hate this. I never want to eat it again. Um. Hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna throw my softball out right now. Okay. That I don't like olives on things. So I don't like olives on a pizza. I don't like olives on a sub. I don't like olives on a salad. I don't like olives that will be interrupting with my the other food. But you'll so so okay so you'll eat them on like a charcuterie board or something. I will probably avoid them because they're so overpowering. Okay. I will drink dirty martinis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 100%. And, well, I, I, I should put it down to like black olives. Okay. Because that's what they want to put on pizza and shit. Normally. Yeah. Green olives. And green olives. We can kick it. Well, green olives. Uh, I mean, clamatas. We okay. Black olives. Get the fuck out of here. Black olives There's are just... There's no point. They're flavorless. Uh, they're overpowering sometimes. Black ones? Yeah. The black ones usually have no... They taste like the water that they're in, which is watery. And then... Uh, um, I disagree. So, like, and then they have a weird are, texture. Like, here's my here's my problem. I'm enjoying a nice cream pizza, right? I got, like, I got these beautiful meats. I got all these wonderful things. Even like bacon. I got bacon. I got sausage. I got onions. So, and then I bite an olive. Like, you just killed every flavor in my mouth. You know what? I you just literally killed every flavor in my mouth. You can go fuck yourself 
and I will kill you when you sleep. I figured it out right now. Yeah. Your problem is you just don't like canned food. Well, that's it. Because how often you will never get a black olive that doesn't come from a can. I'm no, you get a jar. Fuck <laughs> a jar. Same Who's fucking a jar thing. Same fucking. Who's buying a jar of black olives? But yeah, no, but no. I, yeah. I'm a jar, but I'm saying a jar can same fucking difference. Uh, I love me some spam. Oh, spam food comes from a can, so okay. So I don't you hate don't, all canned food. You don't. So you hate vegetables from a can. I don't know if I eat spam. Can no. mushrooms? Can mushrooms? Yeah, everything. Okay, okay. There we yeah. go. There we go. They're pretty much flavorless. Like your flavorless situation. That is canned mushroom. Yeah, canned mushroom. That is, that well, is and, and and to me, that's why I kind of brought it up. Because to me, uh, canned black olives and canned mushrooms are kind of same same. They just taste so, like black olives have flavor. They, they have zero fucking flavor, bro. They want olives want to ruin the party for everybody else. Do you know why olives uh, are the Guy doing cocaine that's insanely blacked out porn supposed to party through you. So, so most of the time you get like pickled olives and shit. Like they have a, that briny flavor to them. Black ones usually aren't that. To me, every time I try a black olive, I'm just like, get, get, get out, out of here. Get, get out of here. You're not invited. Get out of You're town. Not invited. I wanted to taste everything else. I did not want to taste you. Right. And now that's all I can taste. So your your main Hate food is olives, huh? Yeah. Now, food I wouldn't try that I'd be afraid about it. I, I don't know that. I right. Don't know that. Me I'm, neither. I'm ready. I'm ready for that durian. It's supposed to be the like really stinky ass fruit bullshit, whatever. Like everybody's like, you either love it or you hate it. But or what's that? That yeah. that Nordic swordfish or whatever. Yeah. That they like real they hang out and ferment for like. A year before you can eat it, it's like rotten fish. Like I'll give that a try. Because me, you on the pod, pod with the Lindenberg cheese. Yeah, and it's like, oh my and god! I was, I was like, oh, that is it. strong. And you're like, I, I did. Oh, and you brought it again. I, I, I'd go back in again. Stank I'd go cheese. back in again. Stank and be like, I want to try another brand. You know, um, but black olives. Get the fuck out of my shit. They're your, that's your kryptonite. I pretty much, so, I put black olives in that, but I pretty much put olives in that, too. Like, I will take you by yourself. Yeah. I'm going to take you maybe to top and knot, but I really prefer that. But once it's mixed in with other things, you don't belong here. I, I prefer you to be in, a, like, your own category. So you love. Eat you by yourself. So but you, I don't normally reach for them. You love the segregation of the black olives. And the green olives. And the, and the Clamato olives. <laughs> They're purple. No way, no way in hell anybody's Shut listening to us. There's no way in hell anybody's <laughs> listening to us, but if you could clip that, you love the segregation of, of black olives. 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 Yeah. Get off my land. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my pizza. <laughs> I completely baited you on that. Yeah, no, we're not necessarily. No, 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 no. I just feel like olives in general take over too much. Bro, I love olives. 
don't know. Most people do. Well, no, I wouldn't say most people. I think it's, it's probably is the, so is, a 60 40 split. Is there a food that you hated and then you learned to like? Ooh. Because that's like. so, so, you know, I'm asking you these questions and you haven't asked them back. So I will say this there's not a lot of food that I will not eat, there's not a lot of things that I do not like. But there are things that I've had that I didn't like that I ate them so much is because that was my job was to figure out flavor profiles of things. There are foods that I had that I fucking hated. I'm like, this is dog shit. Why would anybody eat it? But I, I forced myself to eat it so much that I could learn to pair it with things. And so, so yeah. now I still fucking love all food. Like there's not much, there's not much out there that I will eat that I do not love. I will say Vegemite. Is dog shit. <laughs> but I haven't tried it enough in different ways. Well, you tried to, learn to up, love like it. You didn't try it on like a little spread of toes. Right, so yeah. Like, like, so I'm still like I'm still on offense about right. it. I don't like it, but I bet you there's a way I can make it better. So that's the point then that I'm trying to bring up. Is Are, are there things that you've eaten that you hated? But then when you kind of started getting more into I it. Venison. Oh, venison, deer. I would okay. think, like, when I was a kid, I, like, yeah. I didn't really like it. Well, I and then, ate it, but then once I learned and I'll say, and I, meat and, and stuff like that. And, and let, me, let me say fuck off uh, everything from 20 and younger. Because there's a hundred foods I hated yeah, when I was. So, fantasy, yeah. So I'm saying a, there's a hundred foods I hated when I was 20 or younger. So even 20 or older, you did it's not venison, you did not like venison then. Yeah, huh? I'd be, I'd ate a little bit as a kid, probably. I'm sure I ate a lot of it when I was a kid. Yeah. Dad's dad was home, so I could eat that. Whatever. And then who's dad? So who's, dad. Who's dad? That's no good dad. Don't, don't get wrong. Who's dad? Don't uh, leave. By the way. Um. Maybe we should leave. Like, but. Later in life, I think in the twenties, I was still like, you know, I would be cool with venison, blah blah blah. Um, now that being said, um, I still think brown venison you need to put more fat into it. Oh, for sure. Um, cooking it by itself is very lean. Slap some so butter in there, you get fat. It needs mixed with sausage. It needs mixed with or it needs mixed with fat. Or if you get a good butcher, they'll they'll put so, beef fat in there. As soon as I learned that, then then you create a whole nother a whole nother thing. Like, yeah. If you take venison and just mix mix up sausage, mix it with sausage, and cook meatballs. Yeah. Fabulous. But it is a very lean meat. It's a lot like any wild game you can get. Very lean. So you need that fat, and that fat helps bring out the flavor. It just yeah. does. It just does. And it makes it 100% more powerful for everybody because it's not that gaming is kind of just goes from up here well, to down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salt and fat, mm-hmm. you know, that's my whole life, anyways. But <laughs> right. It's amazing. It it well, and that's even fun. like, I remember being a kid, um, I was never a good hunter. Neither was my father, but he would take me hunting. And it always seemed like we ended up being the people that helped drag other people's deer out of the field. Yeah. We never got our own. 
Uh, I mean, my dad probably got a few. I've never actually killed a deer. I would love to. But we, a couple of the big ones. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've, I've, hit, I've hit a couple of the car. But um, we always ended up being those people that would help drag them out of the woods. And then, obviously, you help skin them, clean them, hang them, all that shit. And then you get the back straps out. And all these fucking hicks would take that back strap out. Basically, the fillet, right? T- tenderloin of the deer. Tenderloin. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not explaining it to you, but maybe more for the listeners. Yes, the tenderloin of the deer. The fillet of the deer. Yeah, the they would take it, they'd cut it down, they'd butterfly it out, and then they would like flash marinate it in, in goddamn Italian dressing. And then overcook the fuck out of them, and I hated it. I mean, it was good, you know. And everybody's—it's kind of like a ritual, like yeah, we're eating the back straps, and you just cut everything else up and turn it into ground beef or, or, or jerky or whatever the fuck else, you know. Yeah. And then it—it it was one time after I graduated culinary school, I went one of those big hunting trips, and they—they they got like six deer. I think it was actually fucking. I don't know. I deer drive or like some people are pushing the deer some yeah. people are shooting whatever it is and I, it doesn't matter because nobody listens to this but it was like Mike Stevens and like his parents and shit and they had deer hanging up Kate Adams and all, all them they had deer hanging up and they cut the back straps and they're like hey Steve went to culinary school he should grill the fucking back straps obviously they had a marinade in fucking Italian dressing and so I did them the way they wanted them but then I had saved a couple for me that were more mid-rare. And it changed my fucking world. Venison's yeah. so good. Venison, especially backstraps. Like, well, it's just meat's so good when you actually cook it properly. Yeah. So Don't our, overcook this shit. Is our, this is our meat cooking episode. I mean, meat in general. Yeah, we are literally, this is once, our fucking. Once you cook it past a certain point, it's the done. flavor changes. You're done. The flavor changes. I will guarantee that 100%. Yeah. Chicken tastes different. Pork tastes different. Yep. It takes on a different flavor. Because all of those collagens and everything you just cooked and steamed inside of that meat well just just unleashed. And you're you're chasing out the fat. Yeah. You're chasing out the fat, you're chasing out the juice. You're chasing out everything. Everything everything that should be in there that is delicious, you're pushing it out. By overcooking it. If if there was a way, if, if you told me today, this is maybe one thing that fucking science, anybody out there, you're a scientist, uh, develop this, a way for a chicken to not have, what is it, E. coli? No, not E. coli. It's, um, what's, what, why do you have to, uh, why do you have to, salmonella. 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 If we can breed chickens without salmonella, I will 100% start eating mid-rare chicken breast. That's why I love duck so much, because duck doesn't it's, carry salmonella. It's the problem. The Give problem. me chicken and turkey without salmonella, and I will eat those bitches 100% mid-rare, and I will love it the so much more. The problem is how we raise chickens and why they get salmonella. Yeah. And then the handling. I mean, it's just... Well, it has yeah. something to do with the animal, too. Well, you know, they're shoved in the goddamn... Uh, Hundred foot by twenty foot long. Right, right, right. Each other's faces. Yeah, 
they're eating their own shit. They're yes. eating all their all their chicken shit. Doesn't matter. Yes, no, I, I get one hundred percent you're talking about, but there's no way in hell you can tell me that uh duck, mass produced duck, isn't done the same way, but mass produced duck will not carry salmonella. I love farm raised duck breasts. Mid rare duck breasts? Even mass produced like Fret I mean, I've done a lot of fresh duck breasts. That's a little bit different. I'd rather have farm raised, to be honest. Yeah. I'll be super awesome that one. If but still, like, the, so the wild duck is okay, but it ain't as good as that farm raised duck. I'll tell you right now. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, as a food service provider, yeah, you get duck from them, you get chicken from them. Same, same, raised the same ways, probably. Why does chicken carry salmonella, but duck does not? Good question. That's that's what I'm asking science to do. It's, yeah. Breed us some chickens and some turkeys, because even that, fucking turkeys. Give us some fucking turkey without salmonella, bro. Thanksgiving Day's a whole different story. If you got mid rare breasts, baby, maybe it's get just, out of town. I mean, you see the color the difference between the duck breast. Well, duck is duck is kind of more of the old dark meat shit. Yeah. <laughs> No, <laughs> 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 nah, I mean, like, it's, it is weird, though. It's a dark color for duck and a light color for uh, chicken. Yeah. So it's just weird. But, I mean, then, then once again, it's the pork's the other white meat, but it doesn't carry someone else. What is it about that genus, that, that bird, those birds, turkey and chicken, what is it about them that carries salmonella? Can we not? Fucking breed that out of them, yeah. please, please. I would love for you to breed it out don't of them. Don't hear many cases anymore. Don't hear many cases. Well, just don't. I mean, when's the last big breakout we've had? And last time, last well, because there's had, there's no such thing as a salmonella breakout. Most of the time, we well, yeah, I get you. You just get it at home or whatever. It's because you undercook chicken. E. coli is typically the worst thing, e. and that's well, because of virus. <laughs> Well, E. coli is the big thing because it comes from your poop. Yeah, it somehow gets on lettuce. Well, because not to call out a certain kind of person that does the work of picking the vegetables. Chili's bust you up. But a lot of those people use the restaurant. I learned this. They told us this in culinary school. They don't have a reasonable place to go to the bathroom. They don't have a reasonable place to wash their hands, so they're out there picking lettuce, picking vegetables, picking fruits, picking all that shit. They go piss in the woods, come back without hands washed. They shit in the woods, they come back without hands washed, and that's why you get E. coli outbreaks. Right on the end there. Yes. Yeah. There you go. You shit. You don't have toilet paper. Are you gonna <laughs> just gonna are you just gonna leave that one in your in your undies? You're gonna like you can give it a two finger scoop. And then after that, how are you going to wash your hands? You're out in the middle of the fucking field. You're underpaid. You're, you know. We don't have hand sanitizer stands set up. Yeah. No, you go back. And then you take too much time doing that. There's people yelling at you. You go back to picking the fucking romaine and all of a sudden E. coli. Like, that's literally where it comes. I, I'm, so, and I'm not being weird. They told us this in school. No, I know. I believe you. <laughs> we all, yeah. Um, so, anyways. Anyhow. It's fine by that. Yeah. Did you hear everything popping this weekend? I didn't hear about that. 
How much were we? We didn't. I didn't ask you. Your week was. Um. What you got going bro, on? Yeah. Does anything? Does anything happen? We just got on a tangent. We definitely. Food has been the topic. Tonight. Deep dove into food. I think we got our heads in because we, like I said, we talked for an hour, forty-five minutes about fucking food trucks. No, it's just this is what we do. Sixties or seventies. Oh fuck. Um. I would like to say it's good to see you're still alive. Oh. Obviously, I am too. We ha- oh. we all had collectively as a nation. We had the emergency broadcast system thing go off. Oh yeah. Um, went off on both of us. And I want to show you this. I want to show you this, and I'm gonna bring it up to the audience too. All right, ready to bring that up? We are gonna get the uh, edgy elf from Millersburg Brewing. They are not a sponsor, but we're gonna drink one, and we'll rate that as Steve brings it up. I love Edgy Elf, by the way, but, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me bring up this headline. Viewers should be seeing it right now. <laughs> so, I don't know if you heard this or were in tune to this. The whole emergency broadcast system thing. Conspiracy theorists fear emergency alert system tests will turn vaccinated into zombies. Nice. So, all I gotta say is apparently, obviously that wasn't true. Or was it? Who's turning? You're not a zombie yet. I'm not a zombie yet. Um, nobody I know is a zombie. Well, we didn't get the boosters. Oh, maybe that's, that's maybe, it. Maybe you had to get all of the shots. Maybe that's it. And then, actually, you know, I will say I, I was a little off putting there. Or I was a little. I, was, well, but yeah, you didn't, I, I said I'm not a No, I didn't want anybody to know. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> well, and that's the thing I was, I was saying. I didn't turn into a zombie yet, but I I am currently unvaccinated. So, I, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. I yeah. think it's you know well known that you took the vaccine. Uh, your wife was in a, a high priority pregnancy with kids in the middle of fucking COVID. Yeah, and if I, I was got, if I, I was paid fifty bucks to do it. Yeah, if I was presented that, I probably would have too. I even said. Um, I would have taken a vaccine if I had it. I just yeah, never really had a need to. Shit, but I got paid fifty bucks for one, and two, like for the hospital regulations, everything. And, you know, yeah. COVID, like, oh yeah, no. Babies coming out, like I one hundred percent get it. Because like I, I've told this to everybody, like I'll get it if I need to, but I've never had the need to. You obviously had the need to, and it's you know. Yeah, didn't make any change. Yeah. Did you get the alert on your phone? Yes, work phone. Yeah? Oh, because you got the work phone and the... And it came out. I didn't know what was going on. Um, I was like, cool, whatever. Close it out. It's like, just like it's not for alert. And then the band alerts and stuff. Like, yeah. Check it out for a quick second. Like, All right, guys. No one calls. It's like, Columbus. Why am I doing this shit? <laughs> Dude, yeah, I get them. <laughs> I'm at home. Like, I get them all the time. What am I doing? I'm going to start Columbus, I don't know. Right. It's like, oh, it's a national emergency. I'm like, national emergency. I imagine it's been broadcast out on everything, anyways. I feel like they already had variety, like every single cell phone company. They're just like, when it's, it's, it's one of those things where they're like, they were actually very straightforward about this. Like, hey, guess what? We're going to test the system. Here's and the then thing. everybody's like, whoa. Well, here's the thing. I. I understand what they're doing because now they're worried because not everybody has 
TV a radio. anymore. A radio play. It used to literally used to have a radio playing, and then when it switched from radio, everybody had TV. So when they switched from radio to TV, they did the same goddamn thing. Yeah. And now it's like, well, everybody's cutting the cord on TV. Right. So now we need to, but everybody's got a cell phone. So now we got to make sure we can get a hold of everybody or something. Right. Shit's going down. Yeah. And people can say what they're going to say. Oh, they're trying to see zombies and they do whatever. It's like, no, maybe they just want to warn you that there's fucking 40 We're, million Japanese planes flying over the here. Fucking, the fucking shitty thing is we live, we live in the over-information age right now. Right. Where back in the day, back at, say we're in 1980, uh, 1985. Well, no, let's say 1990. Which you would have been, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, you would have been too young. I would have been two years old. I didn't know the fucking difference anyway. Right. So 1990, you would have been five years old. I would have been seven years old. And you remember, I'm sure probably either your parents or your grandparents, somehow she went to, they always had like, the radio on. Oh, yeah. And then you also had, like, TV on. TV channels weren't that big. You maybe got three or eight. If you were lucky, your my grandma had Nickelodeon, which was fucking awesome, you know. But when the emergency broadcast system came out, they always did a test. Yeah. And you would get them, like, every six months or something like that. Right? I feel I, like every month, I think. Yeah. I felt like every week. You see, I like, wanted they to... Were, like, would check in weekly, like I right. wanted to say month, maybe quarterly, but definitely we can hands down say for sure it was twice a year. Yeah, but I felt like it was more than that. But you would get them all the time. You would get this is a test of the emergency broadcast system. This is just a test. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know, and now all of a sudden, like they're. Putting it to our phones, they're finally doing it to our phones, and people are freaking yeah. the fuck out. Like, bro, we've been doing this for fucking ever. <laughs> we've been doing it forever. Like, I'm not phased by it all. Everybody's like, I've shut my shit off. Like, oh I'm my god, my GPS. I'm like, okay, go so, fuck yourself. So you think that <laughs> if they want to do this, their way to do this is to slam you in the face with it. No, they yeah. would never do that. The way they would do it. I might I might actually alienate some listeners here, uh, but if you turned your phone off because you were afraid of the emergency broadcast system test, and I'm not a big fan of yours. Yeah. I... And I chose those words lightly. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, without say saying that, without but... saying too many words, there's a guy we know. Yeah, he turned his fucking phone off. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh my god, grow up, bro. Oh, grow up, bro. But anyway, <laughs> I didn't even know what's happening. <laughs> I didn't think twice about it. No, no, and I'm sorry. I love you. I love you. If you're listening, I don't know if he does. Uh, if you're listening, I love you. I get your paranoia. I get. Me and him have some talks. I 100% get your paranoia. And you're not necessarily wrong, but you weren't right in that moment, okay? It's just like, look, here's the thing. If they want to get you, they're going to fucking get you, all right? Bro. And And they're not going to tell you about it. No, they're not going to tell you about it. They're going to shoot fucking laser beams on our heads. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The technology's out there. 
that were destroyed before a signal through my phone. The phone's yeah. already there. They can make Facebook play. They can make TikTok play. They can make anything play a fucking algorithm. Yeah. That you're done. So well, it, it, that's the it's it's the fucking um it's the premise of the movie The Kingsman. Yeah. Remember that with Samuel yeah, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson, L. Jackson? Jackson Samuel L. Jackson. That was the premise of the movie The Kingsman. Um, and also, like you said, by the way, if they're gonna do it, they're just gonna do it. They're not gonna give you a heads up first. Just so you guys know, when you play this warning sound, that'll turn you into zombies. Yeah. So turn your phone off and you'll well, be safe. Let's make sure we tell that so that all the people that are. Uh, <laughs> Conspiracy theorists woke or whatever yeah. it might be, they shut their phones down. Oh my god, they might. Maybe they just pinged you because you shut your phone. That's down. what I was gonna say. Oh, you guys just fucked up. That's what I was you gonna say. Fucked up because you shut your phone off. You shut your phone off. They yeah, knew. They knew you no. didn't get. They knew you didn't get the message, and now they know who to come for because yeah, now they know the guys. And they go for you're the ones that's gonna save the world. You're the worst. People. You're the worst. <laughs> No, they're the worst people. They're going to kill them first. <laughs> no, actually, actually, um, I would love to actually talk to somebody that shut their phone down because I think it'd be funny if they're like, yeah, then I, you know, I waited the 10, 15, 20 minutes and then I turned it back on and then I got the alert anyway. <laughs> yeah, <that'll work>. um, <laughs> oh my God. Out? No, now I feel bad because I know a person that did it. Yeah. I'm you sorry, never, buddy. I'm you... sorry, buddy. I'm not calling you out name wise, but I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. But the other thing is, you're never scared of Amber Alert before, too. And that's like. They, they did it to say. Everything's pinging you. It doesn't matter. They've been doing it. All I'm saying is, it doesn't matter. They've been doing it. And it all, they, all they did was try to test it. Hey, it apparently worked. Um, I got one new thing. I, I directly stole this segment from. Um, Do not have to claim it? This is fucking Rumble. We don't care about them. I wrote down some questions. <laughs> I wrote down some random questions. Okay. Um, and I put them on pieces of paper, and they're in this cup. Okay. Draw one. Oh, I like this. All right. Yeah. A little segment, guys. And then, and then, I would also like for you to maybe uh, put some pieces, of, put some questions on pieces of paper. We can add them to them. Okay. And then we draw a random question every every episode, and we. Maybe segment. Yeah. Draw from the cup, and then listeners could eventually do this. Yeah, yeah. And if you guys have any questions, on an we'll, email, and that'd be cool. But. We'll write them down on a piece of paper. We'll put them in the cup. Okay. On my piece of paper, it just says comfort food. Oh, okay. So, is this like, what is your favorite comfort? Food? What is what is your comfort food? What is your comfort? If you like, if you killing down and you're feeling blue, what is your man? For me, I'm gonna tell you 100. It's anything dealing with a potato. Yeah. Chips, soup, mashed, baked, anything dealing with potato. I fucking love potatoes. Would you like to pick <clears throat> your favorite potato? Man, and if I'm like down in the dumps and I need to pick me up. Here, I got you. I got you. I got you one better. It's a uh, potatoes two way. I like to call it. I'll take potato chips and I'll dip them into potato salad. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Oh my it's goodness. so fucking yeah, good. Them in the it's so good. 
It's so good. You get the crunch, and then you get the the mushy, and then you get the the dressing and shit. Bro, dip some potato chips in this potato salad and tell me you don't feel better about yourself. Um, I don't know if anything makes me happier than cold french fries when they're hot, fresh out of the fryer. Yeah. But I don't even know if those are literally potatoes. Oh, they it's, are. They're some kind of... They're so delicious and so good. Yeah. You just, I can crack out. There's some that. portion of that that is potato. Yeah. Yeah. And... I said this before, just FYI, if you ever get McDonald's french fries and tell them to you and they're cold and they're terrible, I'm an air fryer. It works. Yeah. Um, oh, 100%. But after that, I do have a potato I want to talk about. Mm hmm. And that's. Okay, so your comfort food is french fries, and now yeah. that we're talking about potatoes, you're. My potato of choice. Yeah. Is Mr. Finkel. Oh my god, finger leaf potatoes are so good. Finger leaf potatoes roasted. Tossed in a nice little chive butter. Oh my god. Because here's I'll the do thing. You, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. You take that finger leaf potato, you roast it, mm-hmm. and then you smush it, and then deep fry it. I don't need to. I know you don't need to, but then it gets a little crispy on the outside. It's still mush. And then you toss it in that fucking I, butter. See, I love that. I went that far with finger leaf potatoes. Maybe I need to get to that. You've never tried? You're not familiar? Bro. Have we done that before? I don't know. I know I've done it. But we all love a baked potato. Of course. Who doesn't? So when you get a finger leaf potato, it's like you're getting a baked potato explosion in your mouth, but you toss it in chive butter. In one bite. And, you get, and then bite. you get the skin too. And if you want, you can dip it in sour cream. Yeah, like, you, just, like, you get the skin. You get the perfect bite. Get it's got them. butter coated on it. Because the problem with baked potato, right? Like you like cut off like two yeah. slabs of butter and you stick it in there. By the time you get towards the end of it, you're like, oh, one of those few bites I had that just like covered yeah. butter. And like you want more butter on it? Unless unless you're eating it at home, then obviously you can have more butter. But if you're eating in a rest. You need it in a restaurant. They don't. They don't give you. They enough put butter. you one big dollop of whipped butter on there. You don't get enough. It. It's not enough. It's glorious. You have a few bites. It's so good. Yeah, but and still not, not enough. And there's nothing left when I eat baked potato. My wife eats baked potato. All the skins there. Like, oh, skin. I'm a skin fanatic. Like I'm Stephanie, eating. Stephanie, I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Eat the fucking skin. Grow up. Does your wife eat the skin? I don't think so either. Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, by the way, you're also wrong. Grow see, up. This is what I'm saying. Our wife's the same. Me and potato girls, they didn't grow up to but, like. Um, I do know for a fact my wife, like if we, if you slice a potato, like a, if you have the yeah, leftover. No, she, you yeah. slice them and then you fry them. Oh, the little skins, they'll eat the little, she'll eat the little skin, but. Oh, yeah. But in a baked potato, the skin's no, still they've there. They've been taught, they've been programmed their whole life to not eat the skin. Yeah, I know. I was a poor kid. I had to eat everything off my plate. I don't know if Skin I was taught that or not. Yeah, bro. Anyways, fangling potatoes are amazing. Amaze balls, yeah, hundred percent. But you can't even find them that much. So you, you see a little bag of Baylor's. Like, yeah, another twelve bucks for a fangling potato. I'm like, get out of here. Well, and then because I'd rather have those. in the store too. It's always like the tricolors, so then they're more expensive. Yeah, I'd rather have those over. Any potato, dude. I'll do a good. Uh, what is the the, the golden? I like your smash and fry method. 
Yeah, bro. I can open up a bottle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. If you haven't tried, you have to try. I've done that yes. Smash. We don't have regular french fries. We have fingerling fries. We have. And we just smash. We we bake them and then we smash them yep. and then we deep fry. We got. We toss them a little. Uh, we got Philly Sammies and smash fingers. Yeah, we toss them a little. Butter, garlic butter. Oh, 100%. Serve my, oh my yeah. god. Maybe sprinkle Parmesan cheese on there just for fun. We just put it in the face. We're so Alright, well, it's actually kind of funny that the, the question that came out of there was the food question because this is our fucking food this episode. This is food episode, guys. We're sorry, we're, we've been talking about food the whole time. Actually, I do have one other thing to talk about about food. Hit me up. Um, I love it. I, think, I mean, I'll talk about food all day. You're familiar with Taylor Swift? Yep. T Swift uh, and Kelsey going, dude. Kelsey, man. yeah. So my, we might dabble in a little football here because she's dating Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, apparently, his jersey sales have gone up. Like 800%. <laughs> Something fucking stupid. 800%. And I imagine the NFL's viewership has gone up as well. Because they want to see her, oh, especially Kansas City games. They want to see her in the stands and yeah. shit. Um, but are you familiar with, um, there was a tweet or a fan, somebody took a picture with her and she was at a restaurant eating just chicken nuggets and she had ketchup and what the tweet was, or no, uh, they said it was seemingly ranch. Are you familiar with this? No. no. So. I don't know what you're talking about at all. I don't normally follow her. The T Swift, my wife would be. She's at the concert not too long so, ago. So. so, if you're looking on uh, the right side of the screen there, she was eating ketchup, chicken nuggets, and then there's a little pop. If I click on this picture, it doesn't bring me up this picture. I can't find he just this picture. He just pulled up a picture. Taylor Swift's got like a chicken nugget and what looks like just ketchup. And so, after that tweet, after that picture was posted on the internet, the Empire State Building lit the lights red and white, and they said, in honor of Taylor Swift eating chicken nuggets with ketchup and seemingly ranch, they called it. Seemingly. Seemingly ranch. And then after that... Heinz is going dipped into it. Yeah. Come on, Heinz, you sons of bitches. So they made a fucking sauce called ketchup and seemingly ranch. Hey, you know what? Bro, the Swifties. Like, the Swifties are an organization. This okay. whole, the world's economy is going to be based off of Taylor Swift now. I mean, he <laughs> ain't wrong. <laughs> you know? She can literally at, shift. This is, this has been said about a lot of them, but she can literally shift millions of And it's, and it's so insane that. Just by what she does. Yeah. The heiress tour. Just by what she does. And Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. Yeah. A very well-known concert-selling ticket site. Uh, they probably have great internet infrastructure. They're used to bands like Tool, um, big bands like probably Bruno Mars. Sell out, yeah, probably Jimmy Buffett right. too. Yeah, our person. <laughs> God rest your soul. Oh, man. But like these big bands where they announce a tour, and the people flood the site. They're used to this kind of. Traffic. Yeah. A couple million people. Taylor Swift announced her tour. 
the Eras Tour, shuts that fucking site down. Yeah, shuts that site down. Like it's insane how Every big. Woman in the world. Yeah. Ninety, ninety, every nine point nine. I don't know what it is. 90% of white She's women. She's got them out. 90% of white women in the world. And I'm just. And then 80% of the okay. other women. In the I'm world. just figuring out about this phenomenon. My wife just went to a concert. Yeah, I, we talked about this in one of the podcasts. Yeah, she went. I was texting her through the whole thing. And now I was super jealous. Dating Travis Kelsey, I'm like, well, now Travis Kelsey just made an extra fucking ten million because she's dating like, bro. She has so much power. The star power in that person. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Travis Kelsey, he's already the best tight end in the league. Yeah, the star. But they're like, I there's gotta be some guy, some crazy guy behind me. Hey, if you guys uh, act like you're dating, you don't even have to be dating. If you guys act like you're dating, uh, if Taylor, you're gonna make another hundred million. Uh, Kelsey, you'll probably make a hundred million too, maybe fifty at least. So, and it's just like, what the fucking star I'll, power crazy is that? I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. If there is, if it's not that just them uh, hooking up. And hanging out, if there is a, a bigger scheme behind it, Taylor's not making any more money. Taylor's not making any more money. Oh, no. It's between them and one person. It's the NFL's making more money. Yeah. Roger Goodell. Well, well no, maybe Taylor's making more money. Maybe they pay. Roger, Roger Goodell's like, guess what? Travis Scott. Yeah. Let's, let's sell some jerseys. Let's sell some tickets. Shit. Let's sell some. Yeah, she doesn't need it. Let's sell some screen time, uh, and then because she, she's not benefiting benefiting anything out of this. If it was, if this is a staged thing, she's not benefiting shit. No, she's already got it. If any, if everybody's anything, already got it. No, I think if anything, in the long run, she could lose out of this, right? Because she has nothing else to gain. Alright, here's another question. There's no losing unless you say something terrible. Another question. Alright. Taylor Swift comes up to you and says, let's run away. Are you leaving your wife? What do you mean? Where's she coming from? Taylor Swift? Yeah. Like probably her jet or something. Or probably from a Kansas City game. Yeah, no, 100%. It's like, oh my god, Cody... You are amazing. I saw your podcast. Um, I love your, your I love your take on everything. Um, I saw that one where you guys were talking so much about all this food, and I just want you to cook for me. Will you run away with me? And don't ever talk to your wife or twin babies anymore. That turns me off. I don't want anything to do with that. Will you run away with me? Yeah, it's giving all that money out. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I know too. Me, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's getting all the money. <laughs> yeah, I gotta it. get on a plane. Um, sorry, babe, I might have to do some stuff with Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, um, but you never get to talk to stuff with your baby. No, it's not gonna happen. But <laughs> for a few months, 
What's uh, what's your breakup song? For a few months, I think my wife would be okay with it, and then I'm also stealing all kinds of shit. Yeah. Like I'm getting memorabilia, I'm getting her saliva on stuff <laughs> on your dick. I'm, 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 I'm literally stealing all of your panties on stuff <laughs> on saliva on stuff. You mean your dick? Uh, how much does a a pair of Taylor Swift panties go for? Oh my god. Right? Nah, you're probably gonna have to sign an NDA. Eh, mm, not gonna do it. She just showed up at my door. <laughs> she just showed up at my door and grabbed me. You just said she just showed up at my door and grabbed me. I'm like, yeah, babe, trust me, I'm gonna make her sleep with you. Uh, part of that, part of that, though, is their publicist is gonna hit you and say her business manager's gonna hit you and say, "No, you gotta sign an NDA. You can't." Okay, well then I'm gonna mail all this shit to you. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Weird panties coming to you, right? And be like, and I am gonna have the time of my life you're gonna be with bl- those weird panties. You're gonna be black marker with shit. Yeah. You're gonna be DNA tested, trust no, me. They're not going fun. anywhere. Yeah. If you're sending me panties, this Taylor Swift not I'm going anywhere. You, we're gonna be millionaires selling the panties. I'm gonna be greedy as fuck. Yeah. And all I gotta do is gonna <laughs> I got some weird stuff. It don't matter. I'm just telling you. Give me a month. Yeah. She's a billionaire. I'll become a millionaire. Off of her juices. And I'm going to have... And that's a sad thing. That is literally true. That is literally fucking true. Like, that's how gross it is out here. Oh my god, the world's a terrible place. Terrible place. 100% terrible place. But we can become millionaires off of her juices. The world's a terrible place, and we're doing the best we can to make it better. That no, no, I just said juices. <laughs> juices. I was not talking about fruit. Taylor says juices. Bro, that's a drink I would drink. That's fine. That's All fine. Right, Actually, um, we should probably, and, and, you know, I was trying to segue into this. The world was a terrible place, and we are trying to make it better one episode at a time by having ourselves... A damn, damn good time. And we also hope that you guys, the listeners, are having a damn good time. <laughs> Sorry we rambled on about food a lot, but maybe you like it. Hey, hopefully it's a good food podcast for you. You if know you what? want any cooking tips, or you want to hear more, or you want different topics, yeah. you know what? send us a message. Let us know about your favorite foods. Your uh, Let us know if any of our food takes are weird. Um, obviously, we oh, have we have the cup. Bad. We have the cup. We're going to, if you send us questions, I will type them out or print them out, put them in the cup. We'll random draw some, some questions from you, the listener. Also, also, Cody, if you have questions, slap them in the cup. I will tell you this much, full disclosure, I looked up, uh, I just Google searched weird truth or dare questions. And that's... We'll see that. But anyways... But, Either way, uh, click, like, and subscribe. Do all that shit. Uh, Cody, I fucking love you, bro. I love you, brother. And we love you guys. We love you guys. We'll see you next time. Catch you later, babies. A damn good time. Cheers.